Hi, I'm Brian Hart. I'm Karen Holman. And you're listening to Cool Sheets. In the coming half hour, you'll hear all about 10 things that we're currently enjoying and using in our lives. Each of us has exactly two minutes to dive in and tell you about one of the things we've chosen. It might be a book, an app, a gadget, a place, anything goes. At the end of our two minutes, boom, time's up, and we go back and forth until we've shared 10 cool sheets with you. Cool Sheets is all about fun, interesting, and or useful things to enhance your life. We broadcast from our studios in Salem, Oregon on KMUZ Turner, 88.5 and 100.7 FM, or streaming online at KMUZ.org. Every Sunday from 9 to 9.30 a.m. Our website, coolsheets.cool, yes, that's coolsheets.cool, has info about all the cool sheets that we list every week if you want to find out more details about them. You can also interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Here we go with this week's Cool Sheets. Hi, everybody. Hello. I'm Karen Holman. And I'm Brian Hart. This is a cool sheet. <laughs> a cool sheet in the future here. Ah. So there's a little, a couple different things about how we're doing it tonight versus what we usually do. And one thing is, if you noticed, uh, we said that we have two minutes to describe that, but it's a little bit different tonight. Yeah, we're taking three minutes. You get yeah. a bonus. You get a bonus minute for doing it live. So and we're going to do more audio samples and fun things like that. So yeah. That we don't usually have time to do. Yeah, a few little extras. So, and it's also weird that it's at night. Yeah. We're at 9 a.m. Yeah, usually it's early. Sunday. It'll be early tomorrow morning. We'll be doing it again. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right, so I'm going to go first. And I am going to be talking about a website. And there's my countdown. So this website is called Radio Garden. And it was launched in December of 2016. And it is a way to get to know humanity through sounds and through music and through talking. It's an interactive map and it lets you tune in to radio stations all around the globe. So I love it because I love maps and I love just looking at the earth and I love radio. And so this way I can just like go in and, and explore. So uh, it is an internet rabbit hole, and um, it is engrossing. It's I think it's perspective shifting. It's very provocative and really delightful. Uh, so it was started by um, a group of people. One of them is Jonathan Pucky, who's based in the Netherlands, and um, he that's what he wanted to do was connect people through radio. And um, you can listen to people who are, of course, thousands of miles away. And there are over 8,000 radio stations that are featured on this, which is really cool. So um, he, this was launched in December 2016, as I said, and that they were just overwhelmed with all these people, radio stations trying to contact them. And it went totally viral, and they were just trying to figure out how to deal with this. And so it's been very, very successful. So what I did is um, I scrolled through it. I didn't want to have to rely on the internet. So um, I just went through and wanted to give you a snapshot of what it's like to listen to Radio Garden. So let's take a listen. So it's totally like a dog. And here we're in New York City with that. And then we go up to Canada. And then we go across the Atlantic Ocean. 
And this was somewhere, I think this was in Nova Scotia, actually. was a little bird sounds. And that was, uh, I remember, I believe. Um, this was over in, guess where? Germany! <laughs> So, anyway, this is so delightful. I, um, I love that you have expectations for where you go. Um, and then sometimes those are totally refuted. You're like hearing music you wouldn't expect, or sometimes it is exactly what you expect, and I have enjoyed it immensely. And KMUZ is on it, too. Yeah, <laughs> You know the sound. I was going right. to mention KMUZ if you hadn't, because it's, it's yeah. totally on there. And that happened, didn't that happen? Uh, we forgot to mention, this is kind of a best of show, so we took, we've, uh, I think that, Tomorrow is our 42nd episode, mm -hmm. so we're going to be, uh, tomorrow we'll have 420 cool, cool sheets. Yes. Wow. So it's a big milestone. And I think when we first talked about it, KMUZ wasn't on Correct. Radio Garden, and now it is. It happened yeah. shortly after. So that's very cool. Very excited. We're now a part of it. All right, I will dive into my first uh, cool sheet, and this is from episode 13, and it is a documentary, and it is called... Winnebago Man. So Winnebago Man is a 2009 documentary by Ben Steinbauer, and the film follows an internet phenomenon that was created by a series of videos that were over 20 years old that someone found of these outtakes of this uh, Winnebago car salesman man, and he would uh, have these bursts, like extremely profane, uh, outbursts in the middle of each take and someone was secretly recording them as it would happen and then would um, kind of release them into the world first he distributed them through VHS and then when YouTube came famous uh, he put them on YouTube and they became an instant viral video and he he kind of uh, this guy Jack Rebney who's the salesman uh, it earned the title of angriest man in the world. So I have a little clip of some of his um, outtakes. Let's take a listen. And they fit the diverse needs of a very big firm. And they fit the needs of a very diverse buyer segment. Why can't I remember? I wrote this stuff. Why can't I remember it? Why don't I say it? Right. What does the damn line say, Tony? What is the damn line? I don't give a what the line is. I f***ed up the word rear. I can't even read the f***ing B.O. straight. What the f*** was that? We got flies all over the f***ing place. Shut up, bitch. Get out of here, you f***ing flies. There's a fly under the headlight, Tony. We got flies coming for us. Listen, I'm going to give a, a clue here now. I don't want any more bullshit any time during the day. From anyone, that includes me. When anybody yelling, we get anybody yelling around here anymore today, and then the shit is going to hit the fan. Son of a bitch! All right, so that is Winnebago Man, and there's seven-minute clips all over YouTube, and they don't bleep it out, so it's not quite suitable for work, but it's definitely worth checking out. It's super funny to uh, listen to and watch, because you get to see the actual video, see this guy. So the director, 
saw these clips online and wanted to find out what this guy is up to these days. So he searches them out and finds them. And this guy is true to form. He is a character. And it is definitely an example that um, truth can be stranger than fiction, because you cannot make this stuff up. Uh, and I don't want to give too much away, because I think you should just see the movie and see what unfolds. But I have a feeling that even with that clip, it, it will surprise you. Um, so I really liked it, and I've thought about that movie for quite a long time, and so I want to share it with you as my cool sheet. Check out The Winnebago Man. I'm so glad you talked about that. I'm also glad that the clips you picked had him talking to Tony. Yeah. He's always talking to Tony. You never see Tony, but he yeah. gets a lot of crap. And, uh, oh, and there's the, the line. To tell people the line. So oh yeah, and he says, uh, "Do me a kindness." That's one of those things, and that's actually been spun off in other TV shows, like Thirty Rock. Um, Jack says that a lot of the times. Hey, do me a kindness, and so it's one of those things that once you see the movie and see his viral videos, you'll start to see it in pop culture and other films that reference it. So it's pretty funny, and I also tell people to do me a kindness every once in a while. <laughs> so good. All right, on to my next cool sheet. I'm going to be talking about a YouTube channel that's called Gentle Whispering. And um, to describe this YouTube channel, I have to talk about ASMR. Who knows what that is? Yeah. <laughs> yes, OK. Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response is what ASMR stands for. Um, so, definition of this isn't it? It's an experience of low-grade euphoria, characterized by a combination of positive feelings, relaxation, a distinct static-like tingling sensation on the skin, and so this is triggered by certain uh, audio, acoustic, visual, digital stimuli, um, any kind of stimuli like that. And some people get a response to this, and some people do not. And so I happen to be one of the people that is triggered by this. Um, and I'm actually super embarrassed by it. Like right now I'm starting to sweat. It's really weird. But um, so here I am admitting this. But the cool thing is I admit it and then other people are like, oh yeah, me too. And so no big deal, right? Um, so one of the first people that was uh, acknowledged as being um, that he was, he had videos or TV shows was Bob Ross who taught about painting. And people would just like listen to him mesmerized. And you would hear the scraping of the palette and the brush and all of that. And people didn't quite understand it. So, um, but the YouTube video or YouTube channel that I wanted to talk about is this gentle whispering and this woman from Russia. So we are going to play some of that. And I'm going to sit here and try to not sweat. <laughs> Hello again, this is Maria with you, and uh, in this tutorial, I would like to show you how to fold um, regular clothes, and I want to show you how to fold your sweatshirts, how to fold uh, your jeans, how to fold polo regular t-shirts, socks, and underwear for men's and women's. So Maria herself um, experiences ASMR. Um, she's originally from Russia, 
And um, she talked about how when she was in kindergarten, her friends and her would like tickle each other gently, and she was always like confused, what is this thing? And then once she figured it out, she started this YouTube channel, and um, then was able to sort of work through depression that she had and stuff like that. One thing I will say is even if you don't get that euphoria, it's a lot of people use it just to fall asleep, or you can use it to fold clothes. <laughs> Gentle whisper. All right, that, that causes me a reaction for sure. It just wigs me out every time I hear it. And then if you watch it on YouTube, it's, it's very interesting too. Just the way, you know, you see her tap on things. And, and she does fold clothes as she's yes. doing it and pets them. And it is, it is interesting very for interesting. sure. And there are a lot of YouTube channels like this. Men and women doing it. Um, I've seen one of the guy and he like pretends like he's fixing a computer and like, but like you're the computer and he like clicks things and, and he types a lot so you have that typing sound and pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty great. All right, uh, my next cool sheet um, is kind of similar actually to this, eh, sort of in a way. So it is a podcast and it is a podcast called Sleep With Me. So um, this is kind of falls into something I've been interested in. Uh, well, podcasts in general, and also kind of sleep hacks. So this is a podcast developed to put you to sleep. And so I was just thought, uh, you know what, I'll just try it out. And I turned it on and started listening to it and went to bed and started freaking out. Like it started making me so angry. I was like, what the heck is this? So if you can picture in your mind uh, ben Stein from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like giving a long lecture. So that's what this guy sounds like, super monotone, and goes on and on and on. Uh, so once I found out, I read more about him, and actually he spends like 10 or 15 hours per episode, um, or more than that even, uh, to, to kind of, he, he knows how to put gibberish and that actually can put you to sleep, that doesn't you know, keep your interest enough to keep you awake, but it drones on and on enough to actually put you to sleep. And he has a, a version of this podcast called Game of Drones. So he, he goes through every episode of Game of Thrones, which is pretty amazing. And those are what I've actually been listening to. And I'm going to play a sample. And don't worry, I, for like four hours today, found a spoiler-free um, sample of Game of Drones. So I think you should be safe. That seems very torn, and I capitalized T O R N N. Actually, looks like I'm going to capitalize T R N N with an exclamation point. Uh, and then that is like a serious and brave look. John saying, Hey, I'm out. Uh, like, Where are you going to go? And we've been together. How can you leave us? You know, that's why he's torn. He's like, What are you doing, man? And uh, John says, yeah, your dad says, uh, you swore your life, Ned, I think, it, I thought his name was Ned, but it turns out it's Ed. I don't know if I came clean on that last week, I mean, call him. Actually, for, for most of the podcasts, I've had his name wrong, and someone had the kindness to email me. Because I think for a while I was calling him, hey, who's that other guy? But then he was, now he's the only, he's the only guy, you know. I think his name's like Delir Del Delirium, or something Ned with a D word. So yeah, that, that'll put you to sleep pretty quickly. <laughs> it's just complete 
nonsense. But it is funny. He goes through every part of every movie or every episode of Game of Thrones. And also he has this irregular sleep with me where he talks about all kinds of different crazy stories, including like Cinderella's stepmom uh, after Cinderella. <laughs> Um, I want to know what that accent is. <laughs> yeah. what is it's, it's, it's just him. What's his name? His name is, well, his real name is Drew Ackerman, but he goes by Dearest Scooter. Um, that's right. <laughs> yes. Of course he does. Awesome. And oh, and you should tell him about the skipping forward 20 minutes. Oh yeah, if you're, he has a lot of ads and a lot of things on, on his podcast, so usually says when the story begins, but it's like 20 minutes in, because that can kind of drive you nuts too when he mumbles about Patreon for five minutes. <laughs> but he does this like crazy, just as you heard, back and forth, on and on, and sidetracks himself, and it puts me to sleep. <laughs> it works. Awesome. All right, my next cool sheet, I'm gonna be talking about a storyteller and radio artist of the name Joe Frank. Somebody gasped, as they should. So this is a storyteller with an amazing voice and a very recognizable style of how he is telling these escapades or just rants or, or whatever he's doing. He's been doing it for over 40 years. Um, you can now subscribe to his website, so some of it paid for, but some of it is free. Um, so he started back in the 70s in New York City, and he had this great show. He did a lot of free-form stuff, improvisations, and um, his sort of bizarre style it started attracting a lot of people listening. And so he started volunteering for another station, and then eventually um, he got hooked up with um, National Public Radio's All Things Considered. Um, but he really liked the storytelling thing, so he went back to that. And this is how I discovered him, um, was through um, these, these shows out of Santa Monica, just called uh, Joe Frank. And so we're going to get to listen to a little bit of something from a, a story called Iceland. And scrolls, and papers, and decrees, and ledgers. And they hand her something, and she has to look at it, and sign it. It's very dreary, and quiet, and slow, and I have nothing much to do. So I go for walks out on the tundra, and the wind, and the sound of my own footsteps, and my breathing seem to free me. I feel cleaner and clearer than I ever have before. In the evenings, after the Lord But you get the feel, this guy, like he said, is slow. Uh, but these stories are just mesmerizing and very funny and bizarre. I mean, he has won a George Foster Peabody Award, he's won an Emmy, and um, he has just inspired a lot of people. And he's still performing live, so he's recently been in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York. And um, he is back at KCRW in Santa Monica, and he uh, works on the series Unfictional that we've been, um, the radio race um, we've been participating in. He's involved with that. And um, one thing that's really cool backstory is in 1982, he had this monologue called Lies, and that was used as the inspiration for Martin Scorsese's movie After Dark. 
And in fact, Joe Frank saw the movie and was like, what the beep? And, um, and he got, uh, they settled out of court and he got a good settlement out of that. So Joe Frank. All right. Joe Frank is amazing. Everybody kind of right now thinks, uh, you know, Ira Glass is the inspiration of everybody, and he kind of is. Everybody kind of models that This American Life, you know, style, um, also Radio Lab, and Joe Frank is the person that inspired Ira Glass, so he is like the godfather of radio, in my opinion, so very, very, yeah. All right, my next cool sheet is a phenomenon that I want to talk about, and I've never heard about this or read about this before. It was just something that I kind of discovered. I um, am a nerd about you know, uh, theme songs, opening theme songs. I think we all can enjoy opening theme songs, but there's this phenomenon when you're binge watching a show, which now with Netflix, uh, it creates a whole new dynamic of a theme show because characters in the story, they all have arcs and they change and they evolve throughout the show, but the one consistent thing is always that opening song. And if it's done well, it, it becomes a part of the show. It becomes the character. It's part of your binging experience. And so whenever you hear it, you'll think about that show. And what I think is actually even more interesting is that you think about where you were in your life during that show, you know, because it just, it just it floods these emotions. And, and it's just a really cool thing of that power of music and how it can instantly take you back to a place um, in your life and, and these characters and how maybe you've incorporated some of that show uh, in your life. So I wanted to play a few samples of some of my favorites and we can see how instantly some of you might think about that show and, and it might take you somewhere too. So let's, let's just have a little fun with some of the all-time greats. <laughs> So you can pretty much instantly, instantly, you know, think of the show, uh, you know, within the first couple chords, which is in itself is pretty amazing. And it kind of just, for me, it takes me back to my childhood, watching Cheers with my parents and some really good memories. So then going a little bit more current, but still a ways back is this one. Let's see how quickly people can recognize. Oh, and that did not edit right, so maybe we want a little fast forward a bit. It's a little commercial we're not getting paid for. Oh, that one. So again, super goofy, but it kind of, you know, was a good sample. No lyrics even. Cheers was an example of one that, you know, the entire show is in the lyrics, and Seinfeld, just the goofiness of it, you, was captured super well. Um, the next one is the soprano. So even this sound that HBO thinks of, you think of a lot of different shows. So sopranos. Here's another one of my favorites too. This is BoJack Horseman, uh, which was actually BoJack was on the cool sheet in itself. But this song has a great story too. And my last one, of course, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I want to keep that Bojack song going. Yes, it's a good song. <laughs> so good. All right, moving along, I'm going to be talking about 
a website that is called Cities and Memory. And so sound is so meaningful, as Brian was just talking about, and it's kind of like smells, that same sort of thing that, that brings you back. And so this website, what they're doing is they're trying to collectively, it isn't just one person or one group of people that's collecting all these sounds, they make it so that anyone can record something anywhere and then contribute it into this website. And it can be anywhere in the world. Uh, right now, most of them are in Europe, uh, but there are a few scattered around in North America and other places as well. So it draws from the collections of all these contributors, as I said. It also has another interesting aspect to it, is it not only has the real recording, the original recording, but they have artists that reconfigure and rethink as if it was a memory, and then they recreate it uh, sort of like if you have a, a painting that's done by a famous artist, and then you go and you do a sketch yourself, sort of your interpretation of it. And um, so right now there are over 1,500 sounds on it that are spread out all over 55 countries or more. And um, it's got a few sections to it. So um, of course, telling what the website is about, um, but also they have sections like one is um, politics and protests where they'll have um, just recordings of things that are going on in cities with people. There's a section called sacred spaces uh, where you hear sounds from places like churches and mosques and things like that. So let's take a little bit of a listen of a few different examples. So this was recorded in the country of Georgia. So just taking you to that place if you've never been, or if you have been, taking you back there. This is a recording of the Baltic Sea. So there are things like just children playing in playgrounds, all sorts of things. This is an example of a protest that was in Bulgaria. So a couple other sections, da-da sounds, that's always good. Um, dreamland and prison songs. Um, prison songs have reimagining of some of the old recordings from Mississippi, and um, some of these are, uh, they're similar to those things done by Alan Lomax. So, cities and memory. Oh, this, this, this is one thing that I want to talk about on our show. We don't talk about what our cool sheets are going to be, uh, we just kind of keep it a surprise, and then it's always interesting when we have these similar things. So I was talking about TV shows that take you back, and the power of you know that music and, and things, and then you talk about this this website. So it's just yeah, it's never this is never planned. Whatever, and, yeah, it's it's bizarre. Yeah. Pretty cool. So anyway, all right, I will go to my next cool sheet, and this is from episode forty. So it's actually a very recent one, but I was excited to be able to add audio to it. Uh, this website is called Hello in Elephant, and it is helloinelephant.com. This is a project that was designed to raise awareness um, and drive donations for the conservation of African elephants, which 
there's a million sites that, that are raising awareness and trying to raise money for things like this, but what makes it so unique is that they have taken uh, Joyce Poole and her team have 40 years of research on the ways that elephants communicate and behave, and they have taken all of this knowledge of 40 years of study, and they're starting to actually understand the language of elephants, <laughs> which is, just blows my mind completely. And so they've put together this website that's really cool. Uh, it has an animation of an elephant, and you type in what you want to say, and then it will translate it to elephant for you, and it's what? real elephant sounds, and it'll show an elephant doing the uh, sound motion. Uh, so it's very cool. So we're going to learn how to say a few things in elephant. And the first thing we have to learn how to say, of course, is hello. So this is how you say hello in elephant. So that's very cool. Um, and then this would be one, one thing that I would say in elephant probably quite a lot is this is how you say I'm hungry. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so this is what an elephant sounds like and says when it is not happy. So I put mad. And you can also just like put in an emotion, uh, emoticon or whatever, and it will translate it that way. So even kids could get involved. Uh, and say, uh, if you could put like a mad face, this is what they would say. <laughs> so you can definitely see that, that that elephant sounds a little ticked. Um, and then this is how an elephant says, I love you. <laughs> so that is um, Hello, an Elephant. Uh, what I really like about this website is that it is not just the boring, you know, same old thing of raising awareness and, and trying to help. Um, it actually has interactive elements and it makes it approachable to people of any age, uh, especially young people, to raise awareness for the, the big problem. Um, it's not just poaching either, but it's as Africa grows, their land is shrinking. And the stats on the website, of course, are very sad of how uh, extinct they are getting so check it out go to our website too we'll give you all the links to all of these cool sheets so check out hello an elephant <laughs> I just thought of something so it does work really in any language because you can just put the emoticon yeah on you know, emoji yeah, yeah. nice yeah and it's really cool because it shows as Brian said it shows um, a profile of the trunk going up, and it's so different for each one. Yeah. Like it's, it sounds different. It looks different. It's, it's very. Cool. Yeah, that part's animated, um, and I'm sure they spent a lot of time to make it look real. But the sounds are real elephants, so it's really cool. Okay, this is my last cool sheet, and this is a music video. And you're like, uh, we can't see anything. Um, so, um, and that's actually okay because I want you to watch it on your own and I just want to discuss a few things about it. So this is uh, Maje Delisa by, oh, that, sorry, that's the group and Hawajes is the song. So this is a Saudi Arabian music video and we're gonna take a listen to it but again, after I talk about it, um, I highly encourage for you to watch it. So let's listen to a little bit of Hawaji's. Uh -huh. 
video really spoke to me because there were things that I saw and experienced with just the oppression and how confined you are as a woman there. And um, so just seeing this. Now, as you can tell from the music, it, it is very lighthearted. And I think that's what they're trying to do is they're taking this serious issue and they are making fun of it. The opening scene is perfect. Um, it's it's so good. and. Uh, and they are, all the women in here, they are covered in traditional dress. So they have their burkas and abayas. You can't tell who they are. Um, but they are doing what they want to do, which are things you would not expect them to be doing in these. And um, the there hasn't been, interestingly, there hasn't been a lot of backlash from the Saudi Arabian government or people with it. They have just sort of been shrugging and saying, oh, that's nice. Look at what they're doing. Or something like that and um, so there are definitely some political statements in there that are very clear when you watch the video um, the video has gone viral and I would say after you watch it then see what they are actually saying that's cool all right very very cool I, I need to check that out I think I watched it the first time and now I need to see it again great all right, this is my last cool sheet. So this is another phenomenon. I am fascinated with phenomenons, apparently. Uh, so I'm sure that all of you have probably noticed this before. If you've ever wrote, you know, wrote a word down or typed it in a computer and then stared at it, thinking, did I spell that right? And you keep looking at it, and then and you look at it more, and you're like, no, that's not right. And then you keep looking at it, and then it definitely doesn't look right. Or if you say a word, and you say it over and over and over until it starts to sound weird. So that is an actual thing that has a name, and it's called somatic satiation. <laughs> so, which is in itself a hard word to say. But um, I want everybody, so this is going to be a little bit of an audience participation. So we're going to say a word together and over and over, and then see how it changes in your, your brain will change it, and then we'll talk about why it does that. So let's pick the word couch and say it over and over. So everybody with me? Couch, 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 couch. All right, that's pretty good. I mean, as you probably already noticed, it doesn't take long before you start hearing cow and ouch and like all of these other like words blending in. So what's happening is called uh, reactive inhibition. So your brain is starting to get tired. So every time you say a word, uh, your brain fires, uh, brain cells fire, and it takes energy. And then you're also, um, you're, you're thinking about the word and the meaning and all these different things that are happening simultaneously. So as you say that, all that happens, of course, instantaneously. But when you say it over and over, your brain starts to get tired and things start to blend together and that's what creates this, this phenomenon. So what's interesting is in music, this happens a lot for choruses. 
So choruses will repeat over and over. Um, Vortex Remover has a song that repeats over and over quite a bit. Um, and what it creates, though, is the words themselves could possibly lose meaning, but then it just creates an emotion in your brain. And I think that is just super fascinating. So when I found out that it actually has a word, I thought it was very cool. Um, so that's very good for songs because it can just um, create an emotion for people. That's bad for brands and things like that. This is how uh, things like Kleenex became just a thing, even though it's a brand. And actually, brands don't like that when, when because other people will be using something else that they call it a Kleenex and they don't make any money, so they don't like it. But if you stare at words, if you do the test where you stare at a word over and over, pretty soon it turns just into shapes. And that's like in three minutes. So check it out, uh, somatic satiation. <laughs> All right, that's it. Those are 10 cool sheets. Yeah, so hopefully you guys found something you have in common, or maybe you even learned something new. So anyway, thanks a lot. Awesome, thank you. And Marla, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, super fun. So we do broadcast this live on KMUZ on Sundays at 9 a.m., but then we edit it and put it into a podcast form, and you can find it there anytime. And yeah, we have 40, almost 42 episodes. Yeah, and we haven't ran out of cool sheets yet. <laughs> yeah, because that's 420 cool sheets. Yeah, yeah it's well, easier than I thought. There's a lot of cool stuff out there. You just gotta look for it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, thanks, everybody. Instagram for Vortex Remover. Yeah, we're going to take a couple of minutes here, and then um, Vortex Remover in conversation with Mid Valley Mutations. It's going to be a lot of fun, so stick around. <laughs>